Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? This is why we're commanded over and over in the scripture to walk in the spirit and to deny the flesh. And that's exactly what we're going to see in this last portion of scripture in verses 34 through 38. Now this is a sermon in and of itself, but today I wanted to bring it because I think it has, it's fitting with our message. Jesus then delivers this profound, these five verses are so profound. Just look at this, verses 34 through 38. When he had called the people to himself, With his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the son of man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. You know, if any passage of scripture utterly destroys the name it and claim it, best life now Christianity that's preached in these mega churches all over Christian TV, it's this passage right here. The Christian life is not about yourself. In fact, what does it say? You're to deny yourself. It says deny himself. Deny yourself. Christianity is about that. It's about the denial of self. And not only that, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You know, Jesus has, this is a foreshadow of the method in which Jesus would die. But know this. Jesus, the first mention of the cross by Jesus is not about his crucifixion, it's about yours. That's profound in and of itself. We are to be crucified with Christ. We are to deny ourselves. And you know, we often get caught up in the junk of this world. We allow the flesh to lead us or even the devil instead of the Lord. But Jesus is saying, you know, if you would deny yourself, if you'll pick up your cross... And follow him. That's the answer. That's the Christian life. The Christian life is not your best life now. Now, understand, it is in a sense. Living for Christ and with Christ in us is an amazing thing. I couldn't imagine life without him. Could you? It would stinketh. (laughs) That's the King James. It just would. Life is hard enough, but Jesus makes it bearable. And I just love that. But you know, he explains that trying to hold on to your own life, to your fleshly life, to this world and all that's in it, is a fool's errand. What in this world is worth holding on to? Verse 35, he says, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life 
for my sake and the gospels will save it. For his sake, it's for Jesus Christ. But not only that, it's for his gospel. Do you understand how important the gospel is? Do you understand? He puts it in the same category as for my sake and the gospel. And what does he say? Whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. That is the greatest exchange in history. I mean, what does hell have to offer? What does hell have to offer that you would trade it for something now, temporal, for some pleasure, some sin? Just think about it logically. I think we as Christians, we understand this, but if not, we need to understand this. Nothing in this world, nothing this world has to offer, nothing that in all of creation is worth trading your soul. Nothing is worth it. Nothing is worth hell. Nothing the flesh has to offer. Nothing the devil has to offer. Nothing the internet has to offer. Nothing your gossip has to offer. Nothing your backbiting has to offer. Nothing your tearing down has to offer. No sin you commit is worth trading your soul and going to hell for the things of this earth. Eternity with Jesus is the most valuable, important thing any of us could focus on. Where's your focus? What are you looking at? Look at the one who gave you sight. Look at the one who made you see. Look at the one who healed your eyes and your heart and your mind and your soul. Look upon him. He's the one. Keep your eyes on him and you won't look and do and say all those other things. Keep an eternal focus because 1 Corinthians 2.9 has a beautiful promise. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Do you love him? Do you realize what's waiting for you? There's nothing in this world that's worth that exchange. You know, a hundred years from now, 50 years from now, maybe five years from now, if we're all raptured, I want to see all of us in heaven. I want to remind us of this conversation. Of this time where we talked about this. Remember when we talked about nothing is worth exchanging? Look around you. Could you imagine? Like that blind man walking home, seeing things for the first time. We're going to spend the first billion years in heaven just going, whoa, whoa. And I know the first part of it is here on this planet, then a brand new earth, a brand new heaven. We cannot fathom what's waiting for us. So why are we focusing on things of this world? Lose your life for his sake, for the gospel's sake. There's nothing worth holding on to in this world. But also, this last verse is really powerful. I think it, it really shouts at us in this generation. Verse 38, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. You know, I, I'm thinking about this. We're, you know, it's in the midst of the NFL playoffs, you know, and it's it, nothing wrong with having your hobbies and things like that. Nothing wrong with that. But, you know, I, I see guys, you know, and myself in the past, you know, you'll buy all your football gear. You'll go to games. You'll scream. You'll yell. Maybe not football, basketball, whatever it is. You'll spend so much time and effort doing all that for whatever team you support. But what about Team Jesus? You know, I mean, how much time and effort do you spend on that? How much time and effort do you praise him? 
How much time and effort do you sing out his name? Do you cheer for him? How much time and effort do you put in in preaching the gospel to those around you? You know, some people are so ashamed of Jesus that they won't even share the gospel. And they say, I'm not ashamed of Jesus, so why aren't you sharing your faith? Well, I'm embarrassed. I... What's that mean? <laughs> Christian, whoever is ashamed of me and my words, my words, huh? In this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the Son of Man will also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. How much time and effort do we spend on things of this world? And how much time and effort do we spend on the, spend on the things of God? If you haven't noticed, our King will be here soon. Yes. Get busy. Get busy on his focus. His focus is the gospel. Focus on his kingdom. Do not be ashamed of him. And you know, we are among an adulterous and sinful generation, as in the days of Jesus, but I would say it's even worse now, because I think the Bible proclaimed that it would be like the days of Noah, and I think that's what we're seeing. Sin is rampant. If you haven't noticed, everything's changed. Our nation has fallen. I hate saying that, but you know what? We are not what we used to be. And the only hope for America is the same hope for every individual. The gospel of Jesus Christ Get people saved and their hearts change. Their hearts change and their minds change. And the culture changes. Our focus is not on politics and all these things, on all these other things. Our focus needs to be 100% of the time on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Get people saved and watch what happens to people who were once blind, but now they can see. That should be our focus. You know, and I've often heard men especially... I'm willing to die for Jesus in this day and age. And I'm willing to die for him. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm willing to die for him too. But are you willing to live for him? Because I think that's even harder to do. Are you willing to live for him in everything you say and everything you do and everything you look at? Sin is bombarding the church and keeping the church away from its goal. And that is preaching the gospel and making disciples. So many men, even women, are caught up in things they look at, in gossip, in backbiting, in pornography, and all these things, and yet they want to nitpick and tear down everyone else. And it's a disease in the church, and Jesus hates it. We should be those who love each other, see men the way God sees them, see women the way God sees them, love them, teach them, disciple them, raise them up, pray for them, bless them. We need each other more than ever. And you know what? We're going to need each, each other even more in these coming days. Let him heal your eyes today. Let him give you new sight again for the first time. You know, and I think that's a good thing to really start to ponder as we get ready for communion. But Lord, thank you for your word. And thank you, Lord, that it does change us from the inside out. God, help us to be faithful servants, those who love you and love others, and those who deny ourselves for your sake and for the gospel's sake. Help us, Lord, to keep our eyes focused on you and not the stuff of this world. And help us to walk in the power of your Holy Spirit, not in the diminished power of our flesh. Lord, we praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website.
Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.